Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. Now, the Passenger Rail Agency of South Africa, PROSA, says it has assessed the extent of the vandalism of its infrastructure across the country and they've now instituted a recovery plan. Uh, Transport Minister Figile Mbalula joined PROSA management in visiting some of uh, the damaged stations in and around Johannesburg and uh, this in order to provide details of that recovery plan. And this is what came out of that media briefing. PROSA remains one of the strategic state-owned entities in our country. Uh, with a critical and pivotal mandate of providing safe, uh, affordable and reliable transport to the poorest of the poor. Uh, The recently published National Households Travel Survey 2020 confirms that passenger rail is the least expensive mode of public transport compared to all other modes, yet unavailable and uh, where available it is overcrowded. In order to address some of these challenges faced by PRASA, the funding for PRASA over the medium term is estimated at 27.2%, which is 57 billion rand of the department's uh, budget. This is a large part of the department budget, which increases from 66.7 billion in 2021 to 2022 to 70.2 billion and 72.5 billion in the outer years. Now, while PRASA has struggled for many years to roll out its modernization program due to chronic challenges, we have no doubt that our intervention will place PRASA on a stable on a stable footing. The modernization program is meant to improve the reliability of services uh, by reconstructing dilapidated infrastructure, secure the infrastructure and increase the number of trains to avoid overcrowding. It therefore entails focus spending on repairs and maintenance as part of PRASA's rolling stock fleet renewal program as well as improved security system. The recent appointment of a permanent board and CEO for PRASA is not only expected to lead uh, to the intensified implementation of its modernization program, but will accelerate the process of building requisite capacity to ensure that it remains a viable entity. Challenges at PRASA range from leadership instability, lack of critical skills, and organizational structure that is not responsive to the needs of PRASA. Vandalism and theft of rail infrastructure, inadequate and outdated rail rolling stock and infrastructure, rail reserve encroachment that interrupt train services and financial mismanagement leading to audit findings amongst others. These are the critical and fundamental challenges that are facing us in this organization. So as we intervene and uh, we seek to make this place glorious and uh, a better place, we must understand what is important before us. These are the things that uh, we need to address. That uh, there is a total shutdown of services and uh, beyond the shutdown itself uh, because of vandalism and theft that have occurred within the network. Gauteng Metro Rail is currently experiencing an alarming increase in the number of reported cases for infrastructure theft and vandalism ranging from overhead electrical lines, which we have seen, 
um, electrical substations as well as vandalism of stations and depot buildings. You would have seen today that most of our trains are running on electrical capacity in terms of the locomotives that we have. We have had to shift from that to diesel, which is very expensive for the company like Prasa uh, because of uh, the vandalism of substations. In those substations, you've got transformers which uh, feed electrical capacity to the locomotives that pull the carriages on a daily basis. So that capacity is not limited, it's totally vandalized. While this is happening, we believe that uh, part of the problem is uh, leadership negligence. When we shut down the trains, there was vandalism. It did not start, but it means that uh, we didn't take contingency measures to secure the lines and preserve the little that is left. Now, negligence kicked in and the entire network was brought down. So that's why we're struggling to bring back the corridors. And that is the function, uh, part of the things that uh, we're looking at and uh, that need to be implemented. Despite the COVID-19 uh, disruption as at March 2021, uh, 25 new trains had been provisionally accepted for delivery. This brings the total number of new trains delivered to date to 61. As at, as at the end of February 2021, a total of 878 jobs were created in the rolling stock fleet renewal program through the company that is doing this in Niger, which is called Kibela. The part of the problem we've got here, there are people who just don't deserve to work for Prasa. Uh, they, they, it's not a question of capacity, they, they just don't. Uh, their heart and mind is no longer there. Uh, they simply come to work to mark the register. But secondly, it's a collapse of management, which we expect the group CEO to bring that back on track with the support of the board. And that was Transport Minister Figile Mbalula uh, providing details, uh, some detail of that recovery plan. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have analysis of the situation by Professor Jackie Walters, uh, Director for the Institute for Transport and Logistics Studies uh, Africa at the University of Johannesburg. That coming up after this break. I was born ready to take over the world, to run things, to live my life. That's why I stay open-minded to life's possibilities. I don't only live for me, I live for my folks and my crew. When my turn comes, I will definitely vaccinate so I can protect what matters to me. Until then, I will behave responsibly and wash my hands, sanitize, maintain social distancing and wear a mask. I will also help persons who are over the age of 60 to register online for the vaccine so that together we can win the fight against COVID-19. Vaccinate to save South Africa. A message from government. There will be nowhere to hide when the first bell rings at the J for Joy Boxing Tournament. It will be heavy punches all the way. 16 boxers, 8 bouts and 3 titles at the Santon Convention Center. The vacant WBA Pan Junior Featherweight title is up for grabs between Kezerens, Innocent Mantengu and Utando Mubuluana from Eastern Cape. Leighton Cross will exchange punches with Tumelo Matsani in the Gauteng Bantamweight title. Soweto Born Kayabu Sagwe challenges the South African lightweight champion Limpopo's Chipua Munyai in the main bout. Do not miss out on the J for Joy Boxing Tournament on the 28th of May. Live on the SABC Sport Channel on Open View Channel 124 at 7pm. 
Then the action continues on SABC2 at 10 p.m. Brought to you by SABC Sport. For the love of the game. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. It is 21 minutes after 12. Now, um, uh, we just heard from uh, Transport Minister Figile Mbalula some of the detail uh, for a recovery plan for Prasa given the dilapidated state of rail infrastructure in the country. We join now by Professor Jackie Walters, who's the Director for the Institute for Transport and Logistics Studies, Africa at the University of Johannesburg. Professor Walters, thanks for your time. Welcome to Updated Noon. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you. Yes. Hmm. Professor, of course, uh, th- th- we've been waiting for this, uh, you know, some sort of recovery plan given what has happened to our rail infrastructure. But what is your assessment, first and foremost, of just why this situation was allowed to develop? Why the uh, rail infrastructure was allowed to be decimated to the extent to which it is now? Well, I think the main reason really is what the minister pointed out, you know, and we know now as well, yes, the poor leadership and management at Prasa, uh, coupled with um, a lot of fraud that was going on there, poor contracting, contracts being cancelled that shouldn't have been cancelled from a safety, security point of view and so on. But it's been going on for a long time. You know, if you, if you, if you watch the Western Cape situation where half, half of the train sets were basically burned, and now in, in Gauteng you have uh, this massive vandalism that's been going on to such an extent that the entire network's come to a standstill. It, it feels to me as if it's been organ- it's an organized, you know, uh, Western Cape and then a Hartem area. And uh, it's interesting that we've not heard of anybody that's been caught or put to trial or jail or anything like that over these many years that this has been going on. Um, this is just amazing, you know, that the intelligence services are not there within PRASA, within the security system, to pick out these people that are doing these things to our infrastructure in the country. So do you believe then, Prof, uh, in light of what has happened, uh, in light of what is still happening, because we still see uh, whatever is left being stripped from uh, the rail infrastructure, people have literally removed tracts of the rail line itself. So surely that's not some uh, one person walking from a squatter camp to pick that up because they they physically cannot. But as you say, if there are syndicates involved here, if this is organized crime, and we heard the minister say that uh, there will be serious charges laid against those found guilty, but we've heard this. We've heard this before and nothing has been done. And now uh, these stations are practically you know, they 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 deserts, if you will, for lack of a better description. Do you believe that this is the right time to start rebuilding? Or should there be other building blocks that need to be in place first before they start with this uh, implementation of the recovery plan? Well, I think first and foremost, you know, is, is they have to stabilize this whole security system around these uh, stations, the train sets. The operation of the train sets. If they can't stabilise that, it'll just continue. Now you'll put you put new train sets in. They'll just burn these trains again. So it's it's very important, in my view, that uh, we get to the heart of this issue, to these syndicates and organised syndicates as busy destroying this infrastructure. If we don't do that, you know, we're going to spend a lot of money, and we're going to lose that money again. You know, must we must remember that Charleston has received over 80 billion rand since 2009 already for renovating the trains, building the trains, infrastructure improvements and so on. Now the minister is talking about another 57 billion rand. 
in the medium term, it's very important that the fundamental issues be addressed before all of this money being, you know, being put into the system itself. It is estimated that just in the Gauteng area, you know, that um, to, to, to rebuild the stations to where they were before and the overhead lines and so on will cost the country over 100 billion rand. So we must make sure that when we do that, that we know that we can do it with some peace of mind that if such will remain, won't be carried away by these syndicates and sold off by these scrapyards or wherever these things are being sold. And uh, now that you mention that, and it's something that I've been uh, thinking about, uh, Professor, if you say um, in Gauteng alone, this uh, rebuild phase is going to cost uh, more than 100 billion rand, shouldn't we be thinking then, reimagining what the rail infrastructure in South Africa could and should look like, as opposed to replacing what has been decimated? Well, you know, we, um, we have, amidst all of this, we have a hard train system that's still up and running, despite the lockdowns five and four that limited train services. Why does that service still run to this day without issues? Oh, I wouldn't say without any issues. Yeah, there are I mean, some issues. <laughs> yeah, there are issues, but I mean, they are running. Yes. They have been operating, but they've got a very good management system, very good security systems in place. So uh, the alternative for the current parcel system is to go diesel, but then you have to have the locomotives. Where do those locomotives come from to pull these train sets and not to make use of the overhead equipment uh, you know, that's been stolen so, so, so much? So the short term is probably to go you know, diesel, diesel traction and not electrical uh, locomotives. But then we have this massive building program. Also over 100 billion rand are being put into the system to build new train sets. What do we do with those train sets? How do we secure those train sets in the, in the meantime? You know? So it's a really, really complicated situation to find ourselves in. And I, I don't envy PRASA and the work that I have to do to, to turn this, this, this thing around. We must also remember when the Household Travel Service, the minister mentioned in his talk a few minutes ago, um, mentioned that you know, trains weren't used that much. But if you look at the Household Travel Survey, Rail already had last year by March, when the survey was complete before the first national lockdown, only a three percent market share. So it's been going a long time. Just but on top of that, now we have now we have this vandalism that has set the system back even more than what we had then. So uh, you know, in Gauteng, only one and a half percent of the commuters make use of rail services. <laughs> and that was up until March 2020. So at the moment, it must be very close to zero, if if any. Just a final question, Professor. If, if, if you were asked to advise Prasa and or the minister about how to go about uh, instituting a recovery plan for South Africa's rail network, how, what would you advise them? How should they start and what should be the steps to follow? Well, my view has been for a long time is that we have to involve the private sector in this. You know, there's lots of skills in the private sector. And uh, I don't see why we cannot involve the private sector in rail concessioning, rail franchising, like many other countries have done, to upgrade their rail systems, improve their rail systems. It's very clear that basically all government-owned entities have difficulties in managing their own affairs. We can see it across the board, not only in, in, the, in the transportation side. So we have to involve the private sector. There's capital in the private sector if we have decent contracts you know, uh, concession contracts over decent periods, one can get the private sector to, 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 uh, you know, to underpin the revival of the rail sector. 
And we have the private sector involvement already in Gaat Train. Why can't we do it in Prasa? So that's the one area. I think the other area is one has to get to the hearts of this vandalism. Who's doing it? Why are they doing it? Who's, what does that value chain look like from the time that someone steals something until it's sold somewhere else? Um, and if we can't deal with that, no matter what security we put in place, it's going to continue. And we have to deal with it fundamentally from the burning of the trains in Cape Town, where I believe nobody's really been you know, brought to, to, to justice. And up here in Joburg, I mean, it's a big area. Why haven't we found people? So we have to focus on those two areas, I think. The private sector involvement, but certainly we have to focus on, on these syndicates. Identify the syndicates, get the intelligence systems going, and pinpointing those areas. Otherwise, it's going to be another waste of money to put in the system. Professor Jackie Walters, thanks so much for your time. Professor Walters is the director for the Institute for Transport and Logistics Studies Africa at the University of Johannesburg.